It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's a place here at the table. Your coats go by the door. You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor. I hope you wore elastic, because your waistband's going to get tight. Take time. Here we are yet again over Zoom, but next week we're going to be IRL. And everybody better buckle up. <laughs> we're back again. I thought you were going to do a German hello. Oh, welcome yes. to having a night with Ari and Sophie. Yes. <laughs> Wir grüßen <laughs> euch aus Frankfurt und New York. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There is such like a funny German announcer voice. I mean, I haven't even spent that much time in Germany, but like there's a very particular like, it's very like hip kind of. Oh, cool, <laughs> cool, cool. You can say Hamagail if you want to say. How do I say it? Hamagail. That's like. Hamagail. Like mega cool. Ah, cool. <laughs> yes, because I say that all the time in English. Mega cool. Hamagail. <laughs> Sweet. Can't wait to talk to your dad now that I'm fluent in German. Oh, my God. Well, I'm a little disappointed. I was fully um, hoping that you would sign on to the Zoom wearing like an asparagus hat, a phallic <laughs> asparagus. Listen, I was looking for merch for you, but I didn't see any asparagus merch. I saw a lot of asparagus statues, a lot of like side of the road. Spargel is how you say asparagus here. So like spargel here and then like you know, four sort of ceramic white, four ceramic phalluses. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm out kind of here. imagining like a, like a white, yeah, a ceramic sculpture, like a marble, almost like an asparagus that's like half woman. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I feel like that belongs somewhere. Well, I'm actually imagining, I feel like you would look really great dressed as a white asparagus, just like a very... Oh sleek sleek white dress floor length like one shoulder like boat neck and mm -hmm. then like a small white cap but like a kind thumbs. of yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I think the cap has to have like the asparagus kind of texture at the top like the tip you're right yeah it's oh, almost I've like got my Halloween costume fish scales I'll go as green I'm very green asparagus you're very white asparagus unfortunately I'm the, I'm the more the more pedestrian version. <laughs> oh, that's thank you. This is high compliments. Um, while I'm here in Germany, we have eaten our fair share of white asparagus. Although the first time, the first menu that we found it on, my dad's like so excited, eats the dish, and then is like, "Okay, well, I've had enough of white asparagus for the rest of this trip." I'm like, "Wait, you've literally been talking about having white asparagus for the last six months. You eat it once, and you're done." You're like, this is the whole reason why I came. <laughs> the entire trip. 
has been planned around this food phenomenon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need to spend more time with my dad. I do need to stuff my my face with white asparagus. Well, what was the, what's been the best preparation or has it literally only been the one? No, of course he said that. And then of course the next day he's like, we must find the restaurant that has spargel. Um, well, the best preparation is of course the classic preparation, which is it's basically, I think it's like sort of steam sauteed, which is how I always make my asparagus, which is like mm. quarter inch of water with some butter in it. Oh. Saute them until the water basically evaporates and then like let it cook a little bit in the butter. And then it's just served either with drawn butter or with hollandaise. And then you can decide if you want speck with it or if you want Wiener schnitzel or like what other kind of quote unquote side you want. But then it usually, it always comes regardless of side. It comes with, um, Salzkartoffel means just like potatoes cooked in salted water with butter and chives or butter and parsley or like whatever. It's fucking good. It's delicious. Wow. Now riddle me this. I'm thinking back to the salami cone because the salami (laughs) cone is forever embedded in my, my memory. Now Uh, asparagus does seem like it could be a great travel food because it could be like a cone of fruits. I agree. How much of the asparagus do you think is acceptable to trim off though? Well, I always do the bendy method. Of course. As opposed to the choppy. You cannot do the choppy. No, you have to bend because some of them have way more length, edible length. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the chop is just like you imagine that asparagus is one size fits all, which we obviously know it's not. It's like no, it's- the bend is a very personal approach, I think, to the asparagus. It is. It's you letting the asparagus speak for itself. Okay, but see, with the salami cone thing... I'm like, isn't there something about asparagus that is somewhat related to the long scallion? We're like, God, do you know what I mean? Of like, if you have a piece of asparagus that's too long and you eat the whole thing at once, that there can be a stringy quality to it where I feel like you could do asparagus like tips in a salami cone. Yeah. In a, You'd just, have to take the firmer parts. Yeah, exactly. Or just like, don't cook them for that long. Yeah. Maybe that's... I mean, um- my idea of what you're doing is totally off, but I'm still, I'm committed to my vision, my projection of your white asparagus journey, which is like, it's a fair happening. And I'm, uh, you know, as usual, trying to think about porta- portability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of can't believe that like fair food, big time fair food is a uh, funnel cake. And that's not, that's a two hand food. Funnel cake is so much a two-hand food. I agree. I first of all, we you're got this powdered sugar wrong. all over you. I know. Also, I feel like it's really hard to find savory. Um, I think this was part of what we were saying in the salami cone episode. Is like it's hard to find savory portable foods. Well, except for the classics. I'm thinking hot dog, right. hamburger, pizza. I'm thinking hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Well, hamburger, <laughs> hamburger. If it's the right kind of hamburger, it shouldn't be portable. But you're right. Of course, there's a portable burger out there. How dare you? Of like, course. I know. It's just, paper. Things can fall. Oh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. I was imagining things falling out of the back. In a paper pocket. You could say that. In a, in a pocket. In a pocket. A pita. Mm-hmm. 
naturally portable, of course. Mm-hmm. I think I'm I'm into the asparagus portability idea. And I really think then it's like, okay, you blanch the asparagus. Imagine this. It's a big cone. You've mm-hmm. blanched the asparagus, soaked them in ice water. So they're like barely cooked through. I hate a raw asparagus. Like they're definitely cooked. They've been blanched for like two minutes. Then mm-hmm. in the center of the cone is like a really thick hollandaise. Yeah, exactly. I like this a lot. Yes, mm-hmm. so it's like lined with beautiful green asparagus, and then you yes, and dip them into the center. Oh my god! Exactly, and then you got one hand free to like swipe your Metro card or whatever you use. What's that called there? Um, I don't know. Uban Pass. Everywhere now, you just use your credit card. Wait, how, oh, are you using a Metro card? No, I'm using my phone. So I only switched over to like using my. I use my credit card. I don't use my phone, but I only switched over to that like. <laughs> three months ago <laughs> you are really behind the times i just i loved the act of the metro card made me feel like you and only you here can i tell you a secret oh my god i can't wait i was once at your apartment you weren't there i can't remember why recently a metro card <laughs> i um yes wait i can't remember if i stole a metro card or if i was like looking for change because I realized it was when I was still living in Greenwich it must have been during the pandemic and I came down and you weren't there and you're like oh you can use my apartment to change or whatever and I went in and I was like I realized only then that I didn't have my wallet and I had to go meet people in Brooklyn for dinner and I had forgotten my wallet in Connecticut and I was like how the fuck for some reason I didn't want to get an, an Uber I was just like maybe the traffic was bad and I was like oh my God, how am I going to get there? And I was like looking for either a, a Metro card or like just some loose change in your apartment. And I can't remember if I found anything, but it was that day that I realized that I could use my phone oh. on the subway. And it was, everything changed. So you're saying you didn't find change. You came to change, you didn't find change, but your life changed. Well, uh, <laughs> you feel like you're a Hallmark poet. Wow. <laughs> or a um, cartoonist. I'm amused that you maybe didn't find change because Harry is the king of leaving loose change around to the extent that I now have, I've made him like, I've, I've made him a glass, like canister for loose change. Somebody gave us something that's like nice to hold chocolates, but like instead it holds all of his loose change. And there's like another canteen that holds all, he's like, he's king, king loose change. So if anybody oh, ever just- comes over, please feel free to raid our stash of, it's really nickels and dimes. I think he keeps the quarters on his person. Well, the quarters are extremely valuable. I am. I'm willing to like jump into down into the train tracks to pick up a quarter. <laughs> How wow. much money would it take for you to jump into the train tracks? Uh, uh, on a hundred dollar bill. Yeah, I think that's that's right. How far is the train? Here's the thing: I've never jumped into the tracks. And like, there is a part of me that's like, sure, you jump in, but how do you get out? Because it's very high. And also, I'm like, what if I accidentally touch the third rail, even though it's really far away? I know. You're dead. Well, that's what happens. That's, yeah. You you fry. Oof. Oof. But I think your adrenaline after picking up that $100 bill could help, you know, thrust you what's this I'm, I'm going like i'm pushing my hands down to like you know get back onto the subway platform it's the maneuver of getting out of a pool 
Like, yes. no, yes. literally no that other way body strength that yeah. no woman has. Yes. That's why I always feel so strong getting out of a pool because I'm like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks both ways. Hey, guys, look what I can do. <laughs> Fully buoyant in the water. Um, yeah, I don't know. How much would you jump in for? Yeah, probably a hundred, not a quarter. But I would definitely be like, who's going to help me get out of here? Oh, yeah. Split the winnings. Just kidding. And then I'd run out. (laughs) If the tracks are empty, like if the if the station is empty, no, if the platform, thank you, is Mm -hmm. empty, I'm not getting in. There's no chance. I was going to say that in high school, guys, like, you know, you'd be like, you would be coming home from a party and like my guy friends would like jump into the train tracks for five seconds. It'd be like crazy. Like there's a train coming, man. This is crazy. <laughs> and truly, actually, it is crazy and really stupid. And nobody should do really that. Stupid. No one should do that. There was a, um, I was reading some article about train. Yeah. Teenage, young adult train, idiotic behavior. People train surfing is, is on the rise. These, I mean, incredible images of people, um, on above ground trains, like in Queens, I think Long Island city standing on, on the train. Oh, as oh, it's oh, like on top. Yeah. that's yeah. wow yeah no thanks i'm like okay my question is how do you train for that to get to the point where you're like i'm ready to try it yeah i don't know <laughs> there's not like a simulator that you go to right it's not like oh well, i'm good at skateboarding so i know once i'm on that train i'll be fine that's so crazy no. a deranged mind is the training that's true delusion Yikes. Okay, I need to go steer us back to food. You've missed that um, Pete Wells came out, I think, yesterday with New York's 100 Best Restaurants. Very controversial. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't believe I missed that. I haven't really been reading my Times Daily Briefing. All right, give me give me what you take to be the like his hits and his misses. Well, a lot of it seems to be a bit dated, which I think he's, he says something in the intro, like this is an aggregate of reviews I've written. I think over the past, I don't, I don't think his whole career. And I think the restaurant still has to be open, but some of it just feels like, Oh, this restaurant was hot four years ago, but everyone I know who's gone recently says it's bad. Okay. What's what restaurant is that? Um, here, let me, let me pull it up and let's get into it. So he's doing his 100 best restaurants or he's doing the current 100 best restaurants in New York City? Like, read me the title. Um, I'm sorry, I'm burping because I'm drinking a Franciscana Weissbier. Guys, I'm sitting in a hotel on a bed drinking a beer and I'm very happy. That sounds... What is this paywall? I am a New York Times subscriber. So annoying. Come just remember. They never when will passwords become obsolete? Just scan my fucking face. Well, I soon, forget I was gonna every say, time. But I was going to say on the change subject slash MetroCard subject, like, when are they going to phase out cash? Well, they can't because I think a lot of places still love cash. So never mind. I don't even want to. Yeah, ca- cash okay. can never go away. Um. All right. Number one is that new restaurant Tatiana um, by Kwame on Wachi. Kwame Do you know Watchi. how to pronounce? Yeah. From Top Chef, right? What season of Top Chef? He was in, I think he was like, 
he was an, I know he was an alternate one season and I know this because I met, read his memoir, which is so good. It's called Diary of a Young Black Chef. Young Black? Black Chef? Um, really good memoir. So fascinating. Mm. Really wonderful writer. Um, and I went to Tatiana with Hannah Goldfield for her review mm. for the New Yorker. Obviously she goes multiple times, but I was there one of the times. It was great, but I would not say it's the best restaurant in New York by a long shot. The vibe well, is really good. And the food was really? good, but it's definitely not like, holy shit, you're blowing my socks off. And in New York, the number one restaurant, it's got to blow your socks off. I know. So, like, number two is Atomix. Okay. Atomics? It's Korean. I've never been. But three is Bernadette. Everyone listening who's not in New York, I'm sorry. Well, but what I'm I would not. say is everyone who's listening who's not in New York but wants to visit New York and go to good restaurants maybe don't necessarily follow this list. No, and honestly, start at the bottom. I feel like there are more exciting restaurants in the second half. Like, <laughs> these are all the old, you know, Empeon. Not that there's anything wrong with these. Asuka. I didn't even oh, know. Asamono did open. well. That's good. Asamono. I mean, yeah. yeah. But to me, I'm like, I want more of the Casamonos, the places that are like, I could go here once a week and never get tired of it. And like, I've been going for eight years and it's, and I still love it as much as I did the first time. You know, like there's nothing, there's nothing flashy about it. It feels like a neighborhood restaurant, even though the food is so excellent. Like those places are what I want, you know, not the, like, I love La Bernadette and my lunch there was extraordinary, but it's like, that's a once a year experience, not like a once a month you know no yeah i want neighborhood joints as we've said over and over again i know the more casual abundant feeling neighborhood vibe that's what the people want we don't want the tasting the tiny scallop and like you know a consummate whatever with a teeny silver spoon it's funny that you said scallop because my only real issue with tatiana was we ordered the scallops. I think it was $12. And like, I'm not exactly sure what we were expecting, but it came and it was two toothpick size skewers. I'm not exaggerating when I say they were two and a half inches long with hat with, and each had two halves of a scallop on it. So you got two scallops, two scallops. and they were not big. They were like the, what are those Nantucket base scallops? Base scallops. Yeah. So they were, it was like the small ones cut in half. I mean, it was, I was genuinely laughable. And like, I guess for $12, that actually makes sense. Like prices Mm -hmm. are so wild that I was like, you can't, then you, then you at least just have to tell the people eating, like you may want to order two of those because you each only get a quarter of a scale. Yikes. Um, Here's an exciting one. Nine is Queen's Night Market. We need to go. We need to That's go. That's what I want. Been. Me neither. That's you got to come back here. It's warm. I can't wait to be back in New York. I'm so happy to be in Germany. The food has been unbelievable. It's so fucking beautiful in this country. But I got to get my booty back to New York. No, enjoy your vacation. I am. But like, I miss New York. This is my favorite time of year. Yeah. One of them. what it stays. I feel like last year during this time, now I get really boring. 
They're just talking about the weather, folks. (laughs) Last time this year, it was cold. And the year before. (laughs) Don't even get me started. 2020, it snowed the first fucking week of May. Hello, people. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Did you eat anything exciting this week? Or not even exciting, just delicious. I also meant to ask, what did you end up doing the other night? The other day, we were talking about pasta you were gonna make a pasta you were like i don't want to spend money so i want to make a pasta at home you had the vodka sauce i was like what if you turned it into a puttanesca you were like uh eh. with the cream of the pot of the vodka sauce go with anchovies etc what did you end up doing okay this is what i was going to talk about anyway so we ended up we did like a big freezer 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 pantry raid mm-hmm. and cooked we didn't spend any money which is so fun just playing chopped in your own kitchen. First, we went to the park and had a little picnic, like appetizer. We had, I had a frozen baguette, which I saw gently. Can I just pause and say how wonderful it is that like, I love to do that with Harry too. It's like to draw out the nights that it's like, you have to have different locations and it doesn't have to be different locations where you have to spend money. You can just exactly bring a baguette to the park. That's, I love it. Okay. Keep going. Keep telling. Very, very having a night like Perfect. we have to one day revisit our our whole you know website idea of one section being like how to plan a night out which includes multiple stops in a neighborhood yeah. in any given city in the world um so yes for green park with our baguette butter and we had i had been gifted some of those like it's not fishwife it's some other like very chic new tint fish company mm-hmm but I got, I was gifted like a, um, a pack of different fish pâtés in little tins. Where were you gifted this? Who was gifting you food items? I'm so jealous. Probably my husband. Oh, that's so I feel like it was like a stocking stuffer. Okay. Um, so enjoy this. Well, I just, you know, the pâté, I love a tinned fish. I don't know how you're supposed to eat the fish pâtés. And I don't know, maybe I've been storing it wrong, but it's tinned, right? So it should be able to like survive anything. A nuclear holocaust. Oh, for sure. Right. Yeah. But maybe that just means it can survive without going bad. But the texture just felt, okay, I'm going to say it. It reminded me of cat food. Okay. Now I would like you to tell me what label it was so that we don't steer people down the garden path and let them buy this terrible fish pate. But the thing is, I want to give them the, the benefit of the doubt. Like I've only opened one and maybe it's just that. I think we opened the like spicy um, sardine or mackerel. There's like a mackerel, a tuna, a spicy one, blah, blah, blah. But it was too, like I wanted it firm pate. You know what I mean? Uh, it was like. Really and it was like, it was runny. Oh. It was no. like cat food. So I was no. like, has it been too hot in this apartment? Well, you did Possibly. say that. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, Harry brought home, Harry has, Harry brought home a a crab pate. I want to say from Kenya, whatever. He brought it from somewhere fucking far and it's been sitting on our thing for four years, but it went through crazy heat. It went through like, I think temperature changes a bean can survive, but maybe fish pate less. So, so like, I do wonder if maybe the texture changed from that. Yeah. I think, you know what, as soon as we sign off, I'm going to put the three of them that are left in the fridge. Maybe that's the key. And I would advise you to eat that crab. Um, yes. It's like, yeah. Or maybe throw it out. Yeah. I think, I it's think a these things do kind of have ex- taste expirations. Of course they do. It's like, just cause something's hermetically sealed. 
doesn't mean it's cryogenically frozen. I don't know. It's like, it's still aging in some way. Right. 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 And just like it's pro yeah. Things are breaking down the proteins, the, oh my God. Just the texture things. On this subject, Harry and I had a disgusting experience and we were at my parents' house in Millbrook and it was just us. And we were like, oh, maybe we'll take something from the freezer because my dad stocks the freezer again, like a nuclear holocaust is coming. Um, So we found some old sausages and we're like, oh, these are perfect. Like, we'll just have these. The texture was like that runny thing that you're describing where it was like they were fully cooked and yet they were like kind of falling apart in this disgusting yeah really and i think like sausages are clearly something that should freeze almost better than anything right like it's ground it's anyway yeah wait i have a question yeah i was thinking about i had bought too much ground beef the other day and i was like that's fine to freeze right and thawing it gets is fine Mm -hmm. i some voice in my head was like no freezing it is gonna it's not going to have like, it's going to become mealy. I think Maybe that's be- like with sausage. No, no, no. I think you'll be fine. I think it's just like, don't let it sit in there for five years. Like no. there's a cutoff, but I think with the ground beef, you also just have to be okay with what, when it thaws, it's going to get a little gray. Yes. And like, that's fine. Cause you're going to cook it. If you're making tartare, obviously that's a different story, but like, I think you're I don't fine. think I'm going to be making tartare. With, out of with, a freezer yes. <laughs> hey, I just grabbed this out of my freezer from four years ago oh yeah oh we had well actually sorry I just on the tartare subject here they do um pork tartare it's mm. pita, and it's like super finely finely ground slash minced pork mixed just with onions served on like a white roll oh my god it's in it's so fucking good and in America, I feel like people are so freaked out about raw pork. It's like, that's how you get, which of those many head diseases is that? Oh, I don't know. It's like a brain disease that like, I think there was a spate of like raw meningitis. Pork. Not that one, but probably pork meningitis. <laughs> like Americans are like very afraid almost of pork products other than bacon. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause we do love bacon. We love bacon. I know I bought some frozen pork chops at the farmer's market and I was with someone who was like, you're wild. And I was like, I'm not, (laughs) or I am, but not because of this purchase. I'm wild because I'm dressed as a white asparagus, not because I bought pork chops. No. Um, okay. So sorry, back to the, you're there, you're eating your pate. It's runny, but the setting. Oh yes. But the setting is beautiful, and it was nice to just sit in the park and feel like it was summer, even though it was April. It felt like August. It was so nice. And then we went back to the house, and I had started um, some onions and garlic and olive oil uh, on the stove so I didn't have to, knowing that I would have to cook that. And I threw in, we had like half a little can of diced tomatoes, mm-hmm. threw that in, threw in a can of white beans and capers. Oh. And then spaghetti wait so this is it's like you didn't you don't even need back pocket pasta i mean everybody should have back pocket pasta but like you are your own kalu henry well i mean i only came uh, sure i don't know but 
she's my inspiration always. And I don't know if I would have come up with this without her. I don't know if I would have added the white beans without having her voice in my head. Being like, totally. totally. I must say we didn't, I it really could have used some parm, like another fat, a salty fat. Get out of here, Siri. Um, what? Did you hear that? No. What'd she say? Oh, Siri was talking to me. What she said, she- I didn't get that. Could you try again? Wait, sorry. I think you're freezing. Are you okay? You're looking, you look terrified. Uh-oh. What? No, I'm, you were freezing. Am I back? Yes, you're back. You're back. I was just trying to say okay, that, I have, okay. that I have Siri. I don't have Siri on any of my devices where I think we're like in a lag. Well, I didn't think I did. I had either, but I just got a pop-up that said your internet connection is unstable, which feels like it's a comment on my mental health. I'm typing. Ha ha. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, oh, then maybe we're fine. Okay. Maybe it was just unstable for a minute. Yeah. I'm still on. I'm still on. You you wanted Parm. And as you were saying that, I was thinking, like, what do you do if you don't have Parm around? Like, how can you substitute that umami thing? Do you need to have, like, a colatura, like, one of those fish saucy things around just in case? No, because I think you want, I wanted cheesy and umami, but cheesy. Like, I would have used any cheese in this dish. And I was like, Chris, we need Parm. And he was like, no, we can't spend it. Any money, we're not buying parm. And I said, I will do if you don't let us buy parm. What is the point of living without parm? Parm is yeah. not something that we are cutting out when we're, when we're, you know, saving money. No, of course not. It's like you cut out all the other shit. Parmesan, that's a non-negotiable. That's like, it's, you know, Pane it's a pane e vino e parmigiano, right? It's you got your bread, you've got your wine, you've got your parmesan. I mean, I would take parmesan over bread just because I feel like I could find bread somewhere oh, for you know, sure. and, and procure it for free. But parm, I mean, okay, okay, let's get into like what are the five pantry staples that you have to have no oh matter what. Oh, fuck. Not okay. pantry, but just like kitchen kitchen staples. Yes. Okay. Like what you can't live without. But okay. But then are we saying like, okay, but I could find bread or are we saying like bread would count? It's like, what are the five things that you couldn't live without? Or what are the five things that like you need to be able to buy? I think like you need to be able to buy. Like for okay. me, Parm is definitely on there. Me it's too. Not in no order, but Parm is on there. Like it has to be in my fridge. Or, good olive oil. Know, or else, good olive oil for sure. Sorry. I think just burping it up. <laughs> that was literally that was not even a burp. That was like just my like my esophagus. What is in between? Okay, wait, hold on. All right, here we go. Here's the clavicle. It ends here. What happens like in your breastplate? Because like that's literally where that sound originated from. <laughs> wow. I don't know. That's where the potatoes get stuck. Yes, exactly. Fuck, it's the yeah, potatoes. It's like a bubble. Yeah. It's like a little bubble in there weird oh my god um somebody will probably like that's where your stomach is man um okay (laughs) so we've got parm good olive oil fuck i'm gonna say like lemons sure lemons i'm gonna say lettuce but you could get that from the ground 
Okay. You could get a lemon from a tree, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, if you're make if you're trying to put together something at the last minute, you need lettuce. Well, I just, oh, I, but I'm you like, love lettuce. I, you know, I love lettuce. Wow. This is really, but I feel that like we didn't create the clearest parameters because it's like, okay, okay, okay. Ground, right. Like you're right. You're right. Cause I'm, cause actually I think spaghetti. Yeah, I do too. I think like things to help you out there where you can make a complete meal or complement something else. Just like you're going to an Airbnb. What are you getting first? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Um, good olive oil, mustard, Parmesan, spaghetti, and dark chocolate. Ooh, dark chocolate. Just you? throwing in like a, a bit of fun. Yeah. Good olive oil, lemons, parm, spaghetti, or some kind of other dried pasta. I'm probably spaghetti. Um, maybe like, I feel like I need a protein, like a bean or a caper. A caper is not a protein. I mean, an anchovy, a good anchovy. Yeah. yeah or like, well, it's also like, have like some prosciutto or something. Oh, sure. You could also like, like throw in a pan. But so I eggs. think. Eggs. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Eggs, of course. I mean, what a miracle of a food. I'm sure we've said this before, but just a absolute but now you're going to be like, yeah, but like eggs I could get for free by stealing the farmer who lives next door to the Airbnb's eggs from his chickens. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess you could get it for free. But like, what are you going to want to eat when you come home late at night after a concert that you went to at some random place where you're renting the Airbnb, which is why you're going on vacation in the first place? go with me here oh no i'm totally with you and in my head i'm like you're gonna say eggs and i'm obviously gonna say pasta right eggs and pasta are on it i'm like what i need to be able to make a carbonara oh you want to make a carbonara i just want to make like a late night really well did we say garlic no fuck we need at least 10 items (laughs) scratch this game we're not going into we're not even going to the concert we refuse um, I'm going shopping all day. I mean, yeah, because sure, like you need a caber, you need an anchovy, but then at the same time, you need the coconut milk. You know, you need. Oh like, wow, we we went so Italian centric. You need the thing of tomatoes. In terms of versatility, oh, wow. mm-hmm. it's really like a can mm-hmm. of tomatoes. Wow, <laughs> that's all I need. You should see what I can do with one can of tomatoes. <laughs> uh. Oh man. What wait, tell the listeners what time it is where you are. It is an appropriate hour for me to be having a beer. It's 5:36. Okay, what are you doing for dinner? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Okay, so for lunch, we went to Kleinmacht. So we're in Frankfurt where my dad is from. For lunch, we went to Kleinmachthalle, which is basically and I wanted to talk about this about like this European version of indoor markets where it's like they have beautiful vegetable stands. You all know the photos, beautiful fruit stands. You all know the photos, like great butchers, great, you know, all of that. And then there's one stand of a woman who sells wursts. So we went and we got, um, and she serves. Okay. So it comes on a rectangular paper plate. But like when I say rectangular, okay. it's like the the length of my hand and like the width of my hand. And you tell her how, 
basically like how many centimeters or like how much weight of sausage you want. She has three different kinds. She has Fleischwurst, Gelbwurst, and Rindwurst. So it's like three different types. Um, what are those? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. Rindwurst, I think, means uh, uh, beef. And the other two, I think, are probably pork-based. Mm-hmm. it's yellow sausage so the skin is yellow and the other one is just like just literally means meat sausage and mm. it's red um and then she she serves them to you on this rectangular paper plate with a huge thing of mustard and then you get a brutin so like a little piece of bread and you mm-hmm. stand at like whatever counter you can find and it's just the most heavenly place and i put it when i worked on Sever at Sever as an intern I was there while they were working on their server 100 issue, which was like every year they would do the hundred best places. And I submitted this mm-hmm. sausage stand and it's obviously not because of my little entry, but there's like a crazy line outside of her now every single day. She's in I her eighties. I think she must be in her mid eighties. Anyway, so we had that for lunch. And then tonight we're going to go to Gamalden house, which is like a very classic Frankfurt, very German, like the archetypal place. And we're going to get Rippchen mit Kraut, which is like a pork dish served with sauerkraut. And grüne Soße is the other thing that's here, which is like a green sauce, but it's creamy. And it has all these other, if people are interested in green sauces, you should look up what's in it because it's like so otherworldly. It's, it's Sauerampfer, which I'm like, what do they even have that in America? And a lot of travel. Mm. I think they put egg in there. It's like a very mm. beautiful, like it tastes like eating the woods. It's it's wonderful. So wait, you know, what's the color? Like the g- most gorgeous creamy mint green you've ever seen. Like Ooh, I want yeah. a dress in this color. Oh, I do love a green sauce of any color. I know me too. So we're going to go do that. And then they serve up the vine which is like a particular kind of apple. It's not a cider. It's like apple wine, but it has like the same ABV as a beer. It's very like in the kombucha e family of like tasting pretty sour and fermented. And anyway, I'm excited. Oh, I'm very excited. I hope that I get to have a fun dinner. What are you doing for lunch? I don't know. Eating a couple eggs and eggs. The I don't, I'm not exciting. Not exciting. Although I did make a very good... um like a farotto. I just made some, I had sauteed a bunch of mushrooms. This was an inspiration from my mother and mixed it with some farro, which I cooked in the rice cooker. Couldn't, didn't, uh, the, the dish was fine. The farro, I, I did not achieve the texture that I w- intended to achieve. It, I, I obviously wanted the farro to be like pop a little bit and be, yeah. um, I did not want the, the different grains to become homogenized. Oh, but they, it turned into more of like a porridge. Yeah. I mean, what setting on the rice cooker? I was Googling this and I got so mad. I have a Zojirushi and it's like, it has all these different settings for rice. And I'm like, I know I can cook grains in here, but is it mixed? Is it brown? Is it whole? I don't know. So I, whatever I did was wrong. So I got kind of like a faro porridge then mixed it with the mushrooms parm parsley olive oil that was really good yeah um delicious maybe i'll have that for lunch i also like a savory porridge even though you didn't want a porridge i love a savory porridge i love it i love a savory porridge i do too i really do Mm. 
maybe I'll poach an egg. Haven't done that in a while. Poaching an egg. My dad has these little like silicone molds that are made for egg poaching, but you don't use those, right? You just, you just crack it into the water and stir around. Yes. But let me tell you something. It's been years. I've just gotten so into soft boiling that I would rather not even have to deal with like the poaching madness, the challenge. It is a challenge. And a lot of restaurants do not nail it. Mostly in that they put so much vinegar. Vinegar. Yes. I don't want to be tasting that vinegar. No, of course not. I'm like, you have to put so much hollandaise on an egg to 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 counteract the amount of vinegar. Not no, to- and I also read once that the vinegar that's like doesn't actually help with poaching. Yeah. So what's the point? It's not a flavor thing. It's definitely not a flavor thing. Ugh. Well, I wish you luck then poaching your egg. Um, Thank you. I'm going to go and find my dad and my uncle, Lorenz, uh, for hopefully we'll go have a drink. I mean, I'm almost done with this gigantic beer. I also have to talk oh, to you for about you. Um, next time. I'll tell you about how much bread we bought. Um, but that's a, that's a, that's a tale in and of itself. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm like waiting for you to pan out with your, with your laptop to a wall of bread. I mean, on basically one, like, covering the windows of your hotel room, a barricade, if you will. Basically, the story is just that we went to this bakery that my dad has wanted to go to. And <laughs> even though we frozen. had like three days left, he insisted on buying five loaves of bread. Are you frozen? Is my friend frozen? Oh, we're both frozen. Okay. Guys, I'm going to tell you about my bread saga next time. I'm going to sign off. For both of us, I'm staring at Ari's frozen face, which sucks. Okay, and now Zoom kicked me off, and I don't even have my mic anymore. So this is me signing off for both of us. We will talk to you guys next week. Ciao! Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.